Ready when you are. Here goes nothing. Tyler, welcome to another episode of Innuendo. Um, I feel like tonight's show is going to be interesting. Uh, I've just come back from a three-day trip to Port Lincoln and I'm absolutely rinsed. Mm. Um, our teams had a, both just had horrific losses on the weekend in the AFL, so why are we here? Sounds like you left your enthusiasm at the Port Lincoln Airport at as well. At the airport. I was there for bloody long enough at that airport. I'll go into Port Lincoln in a few minutes. Um, Fantastic. So, yeah, but how are you going? Because I'm just, just, just here. Mm. Well, you sound a little bit like Terry Wallace, the former <laughs> Western Bulldogs and uh, I think Richmond coach. Yes. At, uh, some stage, a very croaky operator in yeah. the voice department. Yeah. That is certainly what's coming across yeah. here. Yeah. It is also known as your sexy voice. It is my sexy voice, quite, yeah. Quite a... Feeling uh, not very sexy. Provocative and um, <laughs> really sexual approach. <laughs> is, this, is that what you approach Ellie with in the bedroom? The Absolutely. croaky voice? Yeah, the croaky, vo- the croaky croak. Yep. Rightio. Yep, that's me. Yep, and happy birthday to Ellie. Yes. It must be said. Yes, your, yesterday. Uh, beautiful wife. Thank you. Yep, I did send... I'll pass that on. Thank you. I did send Ellie a, uh, a birthday message. Good. And um, she said she arrived home to a flooded kitchen. Yes, she did indeed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was... That just um, that just topped our weekend off, really. So, yes. yeah, that was... Um, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you about that in a minute as well. Fantastic. So, yeah, how long... How short can we possibly make this show? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go home. Yes. Oh, look, I'll, I'll get you through. Don't worry. Oh, um, because thank you. we are we are both um, running a little low on steam mm. tonight. It must be said. Yeah. And that doesn't mean there isn't plenty to talk about, though. Yeah. Because there certainly is um, a lot happening in the the AFL landscape. Yes. And, and um, we we can't wait to unpack that, mate. Do you have anything? to get us going off the top or where do you want to start off? Well, I'd like to probably start. Um, I did spend the last three days in Port Lincoln, which is mm. a great part of the world. Um, little holiday for you? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was a work trip. Um, oh, the lovely. football club I work at, which is, um, of course, the Norwood Redlegs in the Sandful, um, that is our recruiting zone and has been since 2015. Is so it really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes, it is. So that's oh. our, um, our regional zone each Sandful Club has a regional zone that they uh, can recruit from. We've got, I think it's 11 or 12 players on our senior squad that are from um, the Air Peninsula. Are so, they actually? Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. Is well, that okay? I bet the listeners didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you that. You didn't know that. No. Yeah. So, yeah, no, each um, Sandful Club, not uh, not including the Crows and, and Port, obviously, mm. um, have a regional uh, recruiting zone. So we have a lot of junior programs that ro- are run on the on the EP, um, and we re- host an annual game over in Port Lincoln, Tyler. Yes. Do you know what this game is called? It is called the Teakle Cup. It most certainly is. And I saw this and I thought, <laughs> how about the audacity on this yep. absolute man? <laughs> Just to have a cup named after yep. him. He's only been in the role for three or four months. <laughs> it was part of the interview process. I that said, is incredible. I'll come on board. I'm happy to come on board, but I need something substantial named after me. So you are you uh, any relation to said Tickle? Um Well, I don't know. Not sure? I'm not sure. I, I'd say I'd say <laughs> along the lines there probably is back in the day, um, but. No, I, not directly. So this is uh, Peter Tickle Wines. I'll give them another plug. I've been plugging them for the last month now yes. um, on our social media. Um, but Peter Tickle Wines, um, 
fantastic wine label. We went there on Friday night, actually, as a bit of a VIP event. It was absolutely fantastic. Few cor- few cordials. You need to um, get on Ancestry.com or something and chase that up. Or yeah, I do. I do. And I, I'm definitely That's poor from you. Definitely very interested because they have one of the most stunning wineries I've I've ever been to. Um, South Cellador, just out of Port Lincoln. It is absolutely terrific, and um, the wines are just as good. Mm. So that kicked off my um, week in Port, my weekend in Port Lincoln. Back in the hometown. Back in the hometown. <laughs> yeah, they welcome you back yeah. with open arms. Yeah, um, the prodigal son returns. Yeah, there was a lot of comments made. You know, everyone that I came across just assumed that I landed the job at Nord because of some family relative sort of thing. You do Not look like a Port Lincoln resident. Do I? Yeah, what do they look like? I don't know. Just different. <laughs> I think it's the croaky voice. Yes, yeah, yeah. You sound like you've, I don't know, swallowed two liters of ocean water. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was that. I did go. I did go for a very quick dip in the ocean. I cut my foot on a rock. Oh, that would have gone well because you hate the ocean. I fucking hate the ocean. Yeah. It's the worst bloody place in the world. The ocean. Mm. That is a huge call. Me and the ocean do not get along. I was in the. I was in the ocean for five minutes. Right. I cut my foot on a rock, and that is like really was blood everywhere, and then. Like I said, I was in there literally five minutes after the game, went down and had a little dip. And um, now my whole suitcase on the way home was just filled with sand. Because yeah, you hate the beach as well. Not only do you hate the ocean, you hate the beach. Too. I really hate the beach. Not many people hate the beach. No, don't like the beach at all. I'm happy to be down near the beach. I just don't want to be on the sand or in the water. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is referring back to that time you got cartwheeled <laughs> in, the, in the water Absolutely. down at the local beach here. That's Absolutely. That's where you're... Um, Distaste for the the beach began. No, yeah, it <laughs> certainly did. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, any any form of passion I had for the ocean um, very quickly ended. Yep. During that near fateful day, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I've I think I've spoken about that on the podcast before when I accidentally yeah I, I was cartwheeled fifty meters back into the um yeah. back into the shore and um, knocked over an Asian family. Yeah. So go back and listen to the that whole chat box and dice. Either ep- season one, two, or three. <laughs> 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 just r- roll through somewhere. all the episodes yeah. just to find that chat. Uh, get another email through. Uh, no, but fan- like really good week um, in Port Link weekend in Port Link. It felt like a week. I was there for three mm. days and um, uh, had a fair few cordials on the on the Friday and then and the Saturday night. Uh, the game itself was very good. Of course, we lost again. We're zero and six, which is. Not what you'd like to be as the reigning premier. Um, zero and six. The Swans made the eight in twenty seventeen from zero and six. Yes, yes. Well, will you make the eight this year? Oh fuck no! <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to me about Sydney just yet. Yeah. Well, okay. I want. I want to ask a few. Give questions me about ten minutes. Yeah, ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. You're on the clock. Okay. <laughs> I'm fucking teetering. <laughs> Do you want to talk about them in ten minutes or for ten minutes? I I will talk about them for four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will. I've, I will talk about. Okay, them. good, like, good, good. Um, yeah. So mm. then, so I, I had a great time. Like the whole game day was was really really good. It was a beautiful day over there. Um, and beautiful then day. beautiful. <laughs> you were concerned that you weren't going to laugh at all on oh, this episode, mate. If you don't laugh, you cry. <laughs> <laughs> I might do both. Oh yeah. god! But it all went downhill yesterday, which was Sunday, oh, and god. I had a five twenty flight, so I had to hang around in Port Lincoln for all day, all day, for, with a rather large hangover. God, uh, treat yourself. 
and I was not having fun. Um, it was it was really quite shit. You'd have been a grumpy little fellow. I was too, grumpy yes, as I, I sat on the couch in the in um, the Port Lincoln Hotel, um, just yep. like a little Kremlin, <laughs> watching the Crows game. I didn't move. I just I went for a walk. I called mum. Mm. That was lovely. Uh, but yeah, for the rest of it, I was just absolutely nowhere. Um, flight was at twenty past five. Get to the airport at about four o'clock, um, and the, uh, the first thing I see is flight delayed. Oh yeah! Don't get airborne until six <laughs> twenty. <laughs> oh damn! And Shocking. on your wife's birthday, it's on Elle's birthday and Mother's Day. So, oh god! Yeah, so I was just really in the bad books. Yeah. Now you mentioned our flooded kitchen earlier. Yes. I received this phone call from Elle um, at. Well, flight had been delayed. She was going to pick me up from the airport. And then she walks in the door because she also went away for a couple of days for her birthday with her mum, stayed in the city. That's nice. Had a nice time. Mm. I was obviously gone. Um, so she had a lovely time in the city and then comes home at about five o'clock last night and the whole kitchen is just completely flooded underwater. Oh, that is horrific. Underwater. How, like, how deep's the water? Oh, probably an inch. Shivers. Yeah. Like, literally, if, if, if our laundry wasn't attached to the kitchen and the drain hole was not in the laundry where the water was running into, yeah. like, the hole downstairs would have been underwater. That's no good. Not good at all. Mm. And I, I – so, Elle calls me. I'm Without already, the man of the house home, too. Oh, yeah, because um, I would have been just <laughs> a fantastic help. <laughs> you know what, you know, likes to run around in water? Yeah. A what? You know what likes to run oh, around what, in water? What, sorry? Mice and rats like oh, to run around yes. in water. So I don't like this. Inch no. deep water is not where I like. I don't like any water really as I've already covered off mm. on the episode so far. I've got to talk to you about mice later too again. Oh, do you? Yeah. I don't like. I don't want to. Another addition to that tale. <laughs> don't you worry. <laughs> it's going to be an ongoing, ongoing topic, isn't it? Mm. Anyway, Elle calls me at about 20 past five <laughs> when my flight was supposed to be taking off. Already had a shit day. Yeah. I answer the phone and... It's always unsettling when a phone call starts off with, don't worry, but... Oh, God. Uh, and I'm like, okay, who's dead? Who's fallen off a cliff? Who's done this? Who's done that? Um, but it was just, don't worry, it's all under control, but our whole kitchen is flooded. Yes. And and at, in that moment, that I was sucks. like, fuck me. This is just, <laughs> days gone from bad to worse. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> and then and then my mind is cast back to like so I I always I always hop in the car like very often at home and then run back in to fill up my water bottle or just do something else that I'd forgotten. Yeah. So this happened on on Friday morning before well Elle dropped me at the airport. I was in the car, got out of the car um to fill my water bottle up and then hopped back in the car quickly. And then Elle and I were both gone for 3 days. So I just assumed that I'd just left the tap running when Els called me saying oh. the whole the whole kitchen's flooded. But um, thank God, luckily, thank God you didn't. Luckily, that didn't happen. Mm. It was a, a some plumbing problem under Gee the sink. Whiz. So what that was just quite an eventful weekend for me. Um, I didn't watch a lot of footy, but um, I do know that your Swans lost. Yep. Um, yeah, we certainly did. Yeah, I know that and your Hawthorne was absolutely shit in the first half. Mm. And um, are you ready to go over that? Or I do you have anything else you nah, want to like, bring to the just, table? I think we just rip the bandaid off yep. and, and have a chat about it. Yeah, good idea. I, do, I probably don't have a lot on this round, okay. I must say, because I, I did miss That's okay. most of it mm. being away. Um, yep. I can tell you how Nord went, though. 
Yes, yeah. We'll, <laughs> I think we'll leave that alone. But um, yes, fair enough. The Crows and the Power, they had both had really good weekends. The, yeah. The oh. uh, football in South Australia is flying currently. And I love it. I love it when mm. both Adelaide teams are, are flying. It's it, it creates a real exciting vibe around our city. Yeah, it certainly does. Um, Porter have done everything right since uh, beating Sydney at the SCG a few weeks ago. And yeah. Um, have been really consistent. Uh, a really big test for them against Melbourne coming up on Friday night yeah. um, to open Indigenous round. And the Crows, they uh, re- responded following that loss to Geelong mm. with a, a huge win over the Saints. And, yeah. um, question marks possibly over the Saints, but the Crows did everything right on Sunday. And I, I think they're just about as dangerous as anyone, really. The Crows. As, far, as far as when they play their best football... Mm. Um, they they look outstanding. I think they are, and and I think they're dangerous in in a way that you know they're five and four. They really should be about um, probably eight and one if you really look at the the games they've lost, which mm. which shows that they're probably playing like a top four team, but they are they're eighth at the moment. So that's dangerous for these other clubs at like Carlton, Essendon, um, the Western Bulldogs. Um, St Kilda, who are in that lower echelon of the top eight, yeah, because the Crows are they are performing way better than what their their um, win loss record is showing. Definitely. Now both both sides are up and about mm. um, in Port Adelaide and the Crows. Um, you are a Hawthorne supporter. I'm Thank a you. Sydney Swans yes. fan. Um, we're both living here in South Australia. Yep. Which supporter group is more bearable, <laughs> more tolerable out of Port Adelaide and the Adelaide Crows. Oh, Port. When yeah, when when they're up and about, <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's a it's a good question. I feel yeah. because probably from the outset, you might think it might be the power. They mm. they might be a little bit more, a little bit more harder to deal with yeah. when their team's dominating. But come and live in Adelaide, <laughs> yeah, and you'll quickly find out. I feel like it's because um, they would like the Crows would be the generic side for a lot of people that live in Adelaide. Um, they would think, oh, well, we live in South Australia. I'll just, I'll just support Adelaide. If mm. or I support Adelaide, but you don't really know a lot about the game, how they're yeah. going, and then they just they bandwagon like nothing else. So these these sorts of people. So you think Port Adelaide fans are more footy purists? Probably perhaps. more, probably more true. Now, I'm, I'm, there are absolutely thousands, tens of thousands of Crows supporters out there that are just mm. as um, fanatical and know exactly yeah. what's going on. As any other club, mm. um, and uh, probably you know more than a lot of clubs because it's so parochial over here. Sure. But if you're on the fence and you don't really know much about footy, but you live in Adelaide and you're sort of you know tr- keen to get in, involved or keen to follow someone, Adelaide's probably just going to mm. be your default team, isn't it? That's that's fair. And then when they're winning, it's then you have to talk to those people that really don't know what they're talking about, <laughs> and that's what. Is in that's what infuriates people mm. like us who do sort of know what's going on. Yeah, and then you have to argue with these people. Oh gosh, <laughs> and you just want to bang your head yeah. firmly yeah. against a brick wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like no, Tex Walker is not the best forward of all time. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, speaking of banging my head against a brick wall, yeah. uh, that was me Saturday. Oh my I was God. watching Sydney. Yeah, um, go down to Fremantle. Mm-hmm. That was just a. Hard, hard watch. Yeah, I bet um, it was. Because I, I checked the scores pretty 
pretty early on because I wasn't home in time for the bounce and I saw they were up three goals to, to one or something. Yep. I thought, okay, good. And got home, scores were level and then just all downhill from there. And injuries to Mills, looks like he's going to be gone for a bit of time now. And then uh, Logan McDonald went off. So just add them to the uh, the injury. Buddy's playing on from the top Front. of the goal square. And but, oh, that was... <laughs> did you see that? that yes. Was, that's that why I brought horrible. it up. horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Should have seen me. Um, that was not good. I was furious with that. They have lost the complete yeah, plot, haven't we have, they? We have. Because I, I don't think we were playing great footy with, the, with our best 22. Yeah. We were probably playing well enough to beat most sides, but... We really weren't um, contending with the best sides in the comp. Yeah. Then you take away our spine, and now we're just a bottom four team at the moment. Yeah, well... Which is disappointing. Well, literally like three and six, sitting 14th on the ladder. And and the only teams that are below you are are GWS, North Melbourne, West Coast, and Hawthorne, who are just clearly the bottom four. And GWS are probably playing better footy at the moment. Yeah, they beat you. Yeah, and aside (laughs) from... um, how they played on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, uh, yeah, really disappointing. Um, so, God, I'm I'm very happy we have North Melbourne this week, and I'm also shit scared. Where is that? Uh, at uh, Marvel. Oh, yeah. golly. Because who you knows hate Melbourne. what the fuck happens You hate there. coming to Melbourne. We play well at Marvel. Right. We <laughs> um, where we just don't play well at the MCG, evidently, uh, recently. <laughs> or the SCG, but, as it turns yeah, out. You that, do lose a lot well, of game, games there. That we, we kind of rebuilt that as a bit of a fortress over the past year or two, and that's just been completely undone, it seems, yeah. over the space of, um, yeah, Four or five weeks. Yeah, yeah, we've lost three in a row. They're now against Port Adelaide, uh, the Giants, and Fremantle. So, just yeah, traveling awful. Um, we really need to. We ultimately need to win our next three games. Yeah, must that that is that we we've got um, North. Uh, we've got Carlton at the SCG, which will prove to be oh god pivotal to both teams because Carlton are also travelling um, poorly. Yeah. So that's on that's that's and in St. a couple Kilda. of Friday nights time. So that they've scheduled Sydney versus Carlton at the M- at the SCG Friday May twenty sixth. Yes. God, they would have penciled that fixture in thinking we're going to have two ripping teams playing on this Friday night yeah. at the SCG. This is going to be great, and it's it's. Currently, if that game is being played tomorrow, it's ninth versus fourteenth. Mm. Both teams going absolutely horrifically. But it's it's equally just as important though. Oh, for, absolutely. For the, both of those yeah. teams, so there's there's definitely there's definitely something riding on it. Um, I'm going to the Saints game um, at the SCG uh, the, the uh, after the bye as well. So who knows where we'll be there? <laughs> so I, I could just be I could be heading to that just really deflated <laughs> or. Uh, Full of gusto, but we'll see. You know where you won't be going, and that is to the State of Origin game. And no, boy, I oh won't. boy, was it hard to get a response from you. Yes, I'm what sorry the about that. hell happened when is there? That, by the way, it's on the 31st <laughs> of May, as I pointed out to you about yes. 65 times in the same yeah. message chain. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just sorry not about interested. that. No, I, I've just <laughs> fallen. I've lost interest in Origin. Um, yeah. Has to be said. Um, but you're going with Sam. I'm going brother? with my brother. I, I had a, a group. Um, it was you, me. Josh and, mm. and my brother Sam, I said, boys, should we go to the State of Origin game? Crickets from you for several, several mm. days. My brother was interested um, uh, instantly. Yeah, Josh was, he was interested but ended up um, not being able to go. He, he hosts the quiz, quiz night, night on I need Wednesday to get, nights. I need to get to it's one It's very of them. good. Yep. It's very good. And you just were not interested in replying, let alone going. Oh, so, um, fuck me. We've booked the tickets, so don't worry. All right. We'll see you there. Well, um. 
treat yourself <laughs> and um your hawks i'd like to touch on your hawks yep. too um because the only thing that's keeping my head above water is knowing that your team is absolutely shit house <laughs> at the moment yeah they're going horrific yep. um would you be annoyed if we stole harley reed from you and just decided to sydney yeah <laughs> that would suck for hawthorne wouldn't it well if you guys finished bottom yeah imagine that well <laughs> well look how would you feel about that because you would take great pleasure in seeing us Last. Absolutely full to the depths of despair. Yeah. But would also still... I'd be uh, furious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you took That's Harley Reid... we go completely the other yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. God, mm. it's, it's worth it, isn't it? <laughs> worth it just to piss you off. Yeah. 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 And nah. to get this, um, what they're saying, to be a once-in-a-generational player. Mm. Now, Hawthorne's playing to the plan beautifully. <laughs> um, we didn't... I think we kicked, what, one goal in the first half. Um and we're, I, 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 I know we had a very big resurgence in the third quarter. We were actually we'll played kick, some kick unbelievable footy. Uh, no, we kicked more than one, thanks. Oh, God. And then we just uh, fell away uh, yet again. But again, that's, you know, we lost to, lost to Melbourne by, what was it, 54 points. It's, it's not really a headline. Like, no. Melbourne is a very good side, should be way amongst the um, premiership um, contention and Hawthorne is is last. So, you know, 54 points to Melbourne, meh. <laughs> One side I am falling in love with is Collingwood. I know. Oh, oh, they mate. are irresistible. Yeah. Um, watching them play is... I really enjoy watching them play. Yeah. And I just love how they are kind of... They're kind of faultless at the minute. They are. They, they lost that game against Brisbane, but it was... Brisbane played really well that night and it was away from home. Um, so it was a loss that you could kind of you could kind of accept mm. if you were part of the, the Collingwood yeah. fraternity. I think that they are just looking cherry ripe. They are. And their their best player is firing on on all cylinders. Um, I'm talking Mason Cox here. Yes. <laughs> hey, he, he played fantastic. He was yesterday. unbelievable yesterday. Um, against a, a pretty in, um, inexperienced Ruckman. Uh, for the GWS Giants in, in Flynn, um, he just was all over him. I, I have to say, Mason Cox doesn't get the credit he deserves sometimes. Yeah, and then and then other times he just does something that's just completely outrageous yeah. and you know, looks really uncoordinated. Uh, but he, he played the game of his career, um, um, aside from that prelim that he won yeah, off his own I, boot a few years ago. He was uh, amazing on Sunday. I did watch that game in the Port Lincoln Airport because mm. I was there for so long. Yes, very good. <laughs> Um, the only thing I feel that happened um, in GWS's favour yesterday afternoon was um, the banner work from their cheer squad was just second to none. I'll read it out to you. D- did you see this? No. No? All right. I was, so, on a r- I was on a run. Sorry. Oh, okay. Fair enough. It's a long run. Was it yeah, a oh, marathon? 15K. 15 Oh, yeah, wow. So, yep. Pulled up okay? Sunday. Get the bread. Um, <laughs> yeah, pulled up pretty well, actually. Yeah. yeah, good. I didn't have the best like lead up to it yesterday. We had like two coffees, and I've had three coffees today too. Oh my god! Actually, fucking just nowhere. That's not very good. My brain it? at the minute. <laughs> uh, but anyway, as you were. Yeah, I'll read the I'll read the banner. Read I really banner. liked this. Um, so it, re- it read: taking on the black and white. There's one thing to agree. It's kind of weird playing Port in Melbourne at the G. Ah, uh, that is that's quite that good. is outstanding. That is quite good. Yeah, well done, GWS. Yep. And then they they literally. Got their pants pulled down um, mm. afterwards. Did you see that um, Nathan Murphy pulled Aaron Cadman's pants down? I and did got, see that. He got fined for it. Oh God, mm. oh, Cadman well. for um, 
indecently showing his behind. No, he didn't get fined. <laughs> no, he didn't. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now that's very sharp from the Giants. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting. We we're going to talk about Indigenous Round. And, yes. Uh, the Guernseys. We, we have seen um, Port Adelaide's Guernsey. And yeah. it does look very reminiscent of a magpie yeah, on the front. It, it, it has to be a magpie on the front. Mm. I mean, I, Eddie, surely Eddie. He will lose he will, his he will mind. Hate that. Yeah. has to be a magpie. Now, if it's not a magpie, I'm very sorry. I we just saw the um, the Guernseys pop up. I hadn't seen the port one before. It, 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 there's a bird on well, the front. Well, it wouldn't be a crow. That I don't think it would be a crow. Um, it, it's a bird that looks like a magpie. So if it, if it's not, um, I'm very sorry. We saw them um, two well, minutes ago. What it has to be a magpie. They they in the sand for they are the Port Adelaide magpies. They are yes. So it's not in the AFL though. Is there a clause in the AFL that says you are not able to use? There'd have to be something in the AFL. That yeah, says that they would not be able to use a magpie on but there. But there is a magpie on the end. <laughs> <laughs> it might be another similar li- looking bird, Bullshit. like a Willy Wagtail or Bullshit. something. Bullshit! I'm t- a blackbird on Google right now. <laughs> blackbird SA, South Australia. Yeah. Mm. Ma- I- Imagine, I, I reckon this could be the something something that would just grow legs and yeah. Koshi and um, and um, Eddie w- might just go to war over this. Could be the common blackbird. Could be, right. Yeah, okay. that's what I've found on Google. Right. So apparently they are found in suitable habitats throughout the southern and eastern parts of the state. Right, so it's a blackbird. Yeah, the co- that very common Surprisingly too. looks very much like a magpie. Yeah. Um, a big common blackbird. Yes. Uh, indigenous round is always just an amazing... Um, it has turned into a, a premier showpiece on the AFL calendar. I absolutely Feels love like it. Feels like more than one round too as well. Like obviously, the celebrations over the yeah. course of one round. But the fact that teams wear the Guernsey um, for weeks after as well, it just yeah. seems to flow on a little bit. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's, it's great. It's I, I love how um, the AFL gets behind this. The Guernseys always look absolutely sensational and they do again this year. I do like the St Kilda one. They've changed their white to a yellow, mm. um, which matches the Indigenous flag. Um, so it, it is, like I said, a, a great showpiece on the, um, on the AFL calendar and it should be a, a very good weekend of footy ahead. Definitely. Definitely. Um, speaking of indigenous, indigenous round Guernseys, Sydney have brought out their Guernsey again and, and I, I, and I did like it the first year we used to, yeah. we discussed it before we went to air, but, um, I, it's, uh, the, uh, the sw- typical swans, um, red and white with that uh, blue mixed yeah, in yeah. an indigenous, uh, pattern and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, full credit to the artist that's done that, but God, I would love us to change it up. Yeah. It's looked very similar. We, we, um, I think it, it's either the same as one we had last year or very similar. Yeah. Um, but I had an idea. You know how we have the South Melbourne Guernsey, yes. the white with the red V? Why not have that same Guernsey but with a V, a boomerang as the V? There with an indigenous pattern. There that would look really good. I think Port's done that a few times with their V. Yeah, fuck Port. <laughs> They've got a magpie now on theirs. <laughs> They've got a magpie. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I, Port can copy Collingwood, but we can't copy Port. Yes, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Shout out to Port. Not, not suggesting anything of the sort. <laughs> Okay, midpoint of the show. Yep. It's uh, the end of the show, though, for us. Yeah, where we we're done. The break. Completely um, done. We are about to head home. I've got a nice spaghetti carbonara. Yes. You've got, God knows. I've got some soup. I've got some soup. With some nice fresh bread at home. I'm looking forward Look to that. Look at that. It's nice cold outside. Yep, it is very cold. Mm. Cold here in Woodside, the coldest oh, place in the world. Yeah, 100%. Um, so... You should really go and get a house. Really. <laughs> that's what we're basically here to say. Um, he's yeah. our sponsor. In a roundabout sort of way. That's Yeah, that's what he does best. He, yeah. he gets you in a house. Yeah. 
um, fucking quick smart. <laughs> so it's 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 cold. It's shit outside. It's it's pissing with rain now. Yeah. It's it's no good. So get a house quick. <laughs> and Johnny, he he excels in this time yeah. of year because yeah. people need shelter. People yeah. need houses. Yeah. And Johnny's the man for that. Yeah. We're speaking of Johnny Zilli from Ray White Adelaide Hills. If you're looking to buy or sell. Your wonderful house. Um, please get in touch with Johnny. His details are in our bio and Instagram. We love Johnny. Thank you for your support of the program. Back to the show. Tyler, I'd like to bring something to the table here. I've done a bit of thinking. Right. We've had, we had Tav, Tasmania, who's just come in to um, announce they'll be in the league in about five years' time. I feel like it's only... It, it, there just has to be a 20th team now, doesn't there? For sure. I yeah. think eventually, maybe you know, eight, nine years, there'll be a, a, a 20th team, which means we'll have a hell of a lot of teams in the AFL. Um, there's already problems with the scheduling of the fixtures. Um, and you know, this year we've got three teams um, who are just not competitive at times. I think Essendon mm. plays all, all these teams twice. So they've just banked you know, six wins comfortably there. Um, which which is which is unfair because I don't know whether Essendon is good enough to make the finals. But if they if they get given four, five, six wins against these teams, that that they'll they'll make the finals, won't they? Mm, yeah, they they will. Yeah. So I I just I just think that there needs to be something done about the fixturing. Um, and and I, I really hate the idea of promotion relegation. I really do not like. I, I think if you want to destroy the the fabric of the game and and the loyalty that exists in the AFL. I feel like bringing in promotion relegation is is going to do that. Um, like if if you split it um, now, if the season stopped now, like Sydney um, would be would be relegated. Oh yuck! Like Sydney would be relegated. Richmond would be relegated. Like imagine Dusty playing in Div Two. That just shouldn't happen. Like GWS. Like Toby Green would be playing in Div Two. Um, Fremantle, like Andy Brayshaw, it's like all these blokes would just leave their clubs, and then you'd have like those clubs that are put into Div Two straight away would be they'd be stuffed. Mm-hmm. Like, and where do you where do you start Tasmania? It's like here's your AFL team. You start in Div Two, please. Yeah. So I, I really I don't I don't like that. It obviously works great in the EPL, but I, I think I'd, I'd say that's been a part of that sport for a very long time. Um, what do you think about like a, a conference system where you've got like a, a Victorian conference and then an Australian conference and you play every, every team once, so all 20 teams play against each other, and then you've got the – so it's split up into two conferences and then you've got the divisions as well, very similar to how the NFL works. So you've got four divisions of five teams. So you play everyone once and then you play everyone in your division twice. Mm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. To be honest with you, I think so. You would have it set up as a vic- one of the conferences would be Victorian. Victorian. Conference. So there's ten teams in Victoria, mm. ten teams out of Victoria. So then you've got like the Australian West Conference, which would be made up of Port Adelaide, the Crows, West Coast, um, Fremantle, and probably whoever this twentieth team is. I don't know where that will be. Um, and then the the Eastern Conference would be. Tasmania, Gold Coast, Brisbane, Sydney, GWS. So that's all the Austra- like out of Victorian teams. And then you've got the the Vic Central, which would be Melbourne, Richmond, Collingwood, Carlton, North Melbourne, and Victoria. I don't know what you'd call it, Metro. 
um, Geelong, Essendon, Western Bulldogs, St Kilda and Hawthorne. Mm. Now, I just feel like when you like, with these double ups games, like you'd have Melbourne, Richmond, Collingwood, Carlton, North all playing against each other twice throughout the season. I just feel like that would be that would be huge. And these like these double up games just mean so much because if you're if the Crows have to play Port twice in a season and they're also in the same division and they are competing for, you know, a spot in the eight or whatever it is. Like that that puts so much more on that double up game. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. How would that factor in with travelling though? With obviously would it, would that Mel Victorian teams would have to would they have to travel less? Um, that so that's something that yeah. you know that the, there's there's obviously downsides to to this, but I just feel like for a um, for a level of competition, mm. you 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 play the same teams, like you you play every team once, and then the second second round you play these five teams each year. Yeah. Um, rather than what's happening with Essendon this year, who get to who have the biggest free kick in the world, mm. having to play the, the the two the two bottom teams twice, and no, and no no one else gets to do that. Yeah. Um, like I just I don't think that you know giving a, a a club a leg up like that is going is is healthy for the game. Mm. Yeah, and no, I understand what you mean. I um I I just never see the AFL doing that just because they're so. I mean, they're not far removed from the influence of American sport. Though. They are definitely influenced mm. um, by that. But they're very traditional in the format of like the top eight, the the, the ladder, how things currently see. Like, I, I just don't see that ever changing. Mm. I I, always, I do wonder whether the finals format will change eventually, mm. whether a, a top eight will turn into... Well, it would have to expand maybe a top ten. Do, do you think once, yeah, once a... Uh, I mean, it is inevitable that a 20th team will come in after Tasmania. Do you think it will expand to potentially a top 10 or something? Well... I'd have no issues with it staying a top eight. I I feel like the top eight works beautifully. I just feel like you'd probably have these play-in games, like Mm. where it would probably go... Um, what would it be? Ninth versus eleventh, ninth versus twelfth, and like a wild card entry. Because then, you know, if, if you are... If you're 16th on the on the ladder out of 20, there's almost bloody no point in trying anymore. Like that's mm. when you start turning towards the draft. Mm. You know, um, if if you're 16th and you you've just got no hope to get into the eight, but you might be able to get to 12th and have a chance at this play-in game, I feel yeah. like that would really be beneficial. God, wouldn't that make it exciting? Oh, Let's absolutely. Say you've got a team that's sat 13th, 14th most of the year. Mm. Um. And all of a sudden, they've got a sniff at snaring that yeah. 12th position and actually playing finals. Yeah. God, that adds some interest to that to that back half. Because currently now, if you're finishing, if you're t- sitting 12th in round 21, 22 of yeah. the AFL season, you are, you're nowhere. Yeah, you, you're, you're, not, you're in no man's land, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, see, that, that 10th to 13th position on the ladder has always been no man's land. Because it's like, right, you're not quite good enough to make finals, but you're still, you're not getting a top five draft pick. So... But if you're like right now, the the play in would be bloody ninth versus twelfth would be Carlton, Fremantle, Essendon mm. versus Gold Coast. That like all those teams are possibly not going to play finals, um, but they get the chance to yeah. 
progress still. And you've got the week in between the regular season yeah. and finals. Yeah. Perfect weekend to have the 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 two wild card games. Yeah, exactly. And you've got yeah, hundred percent. And right now you've got Richmond and, and Sydney who are thirteenth and fourteenth on the ladder. Even GWS, um, they would still be in the hunt. Mm. Whereas GWS basically has very little chance of of getting near the top eight. Um, Sydney's like there, um, they're. Uh, grasp on the top eight is certainly slipping. Gold Coast has sort of been around the mark um, here and there, and and like see they got off to a poor start, but now they're they're sort of pushing towards that eight spot. But with the with the top eight being so competitive, yeah, like eight spot as I said at the start of the show is is Adelaide, and they are playing some great footy. So Gold Coast they're not going to make the finals this year, mm. but they could make it into that that play in tournament. You know, yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's food for thought, definitely. Yeah. And I feel like what you mentioned before about the travel, it you know, West Coast and Fremantle lot, they travel the most. But they'd be travelling way like less far because they only have to come to South Australia mm. for that second game. You know, and they play Fremantle twice, which they normally do anyway in Perth. Has the, has the potential to even it. It has out. the the position to, to even itself out. Because if they if they're travelling only to to Adelaide um, to play Port and the Crows, and we don't know where this twentieth team's going to be, but you'd say likely around, you know, that that area, whether it's over in WA or South mm. Australia or even Darwin or or mm. whatnot. Like, it's a much shorter flight than uh, it is going going to Adelaide than it is going all the way to Melbourne. Definitely, constantly, definitely. All right, so we need to uh, mention footy tips as well. And mm. congratulations to I am. Finding the winner for last week, uh, Captain Jack Harkness. What was that tone you were putting on that there? Pad, yeah, pad for time. Yeah, um, Captain Jack Harkness. He went out footy tipping last week. Um, Joe Doherty, right, uh, is the winner. Um, so congratulations, you'll get a innuendo stubby holder, beautiful, and a twenty-five dollar Lady Luck voucher yes. for the cafe in Mount Barker. So unsure if you're a local to um, the. Adelaide Hills area, yeah. Joe. Bad luck if you aren't. If you aren't, bad luck. Mm. Um, let us know. Yeah. Let us know. Uh, send us a DM <laughs> and um, yeah, we'll get that sorted for you, my friend. So, well done. Well, even if you're not a local, you still win the voucher. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. So you might come down here one weekend yeah, and you've got it to use. So. Yeah. I um, highly recommend it. It's a great cafe. It's a fantastic cafe. Um, now, you're ranked 73rd, uh, Joe. So, unfortunately, that hasn't done a great deal for you in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Um, Certainly had a better tipping week than I did. Well, you um, forgot, didn't I you? I forgot to put them in. I, How good is that? As I mentioned off the, the top of the show, I, am, um, I was rather busy over the weekend. Yeah, just a big fat zero so for fatigue. that didn't go very well for me. But um, just to recap the top of the table, the Diced Carrots um, <laughs> through David Jenkins. They are flying at the minute. He is ranked number one on tipping with uh, 60 altogether. Averaging six point seven around, so well done to uh, to David. You're leading the uh, the way for the grand prize at the minute, and what a grand prize it is, Teeks! Mm. Fucking astronomical. <laughs> Courtesy of uh, our tipping sponsor, Lady Luck, of course. Yep. Four hundred dollars, cold hard cash. Cold hard cash. Just get around that. And Jamie Ford, your second with the diehard. So hang in there, old son. It's a long season. You never know. That's right. What might be around the corner. So uh, keep uh, fighting the good fight. Mm. Um, remember, everyone, get your tips in. Yeah. Great scrambling over there. Yeah. Too. <laughs> just, I'm good at scrambling. Sometimes some of my best work comes yeah. to the scramble. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I only scrambled my way to six mm. tips on the weekend. So 
Uh, but we uh, we live and we learn, Joshua. Mm, that's right. Because the um, AFL tipping side is not the easiest to find out the winners, no, is it? No, it's just, yeah. Or the names doesn't tell of you, like, the... people's full name or anything. Yeah. It's just horrible. So <laughs> we're doing the best we can mm. um, in a, a pretty... Uh, Low par situation. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I haven't got a, uh, an extensive amount for general this week. No, um, but I do. St- I do do something. Oh well, quite regularly. Well, tell I, me. I do love listening to music on the way to work. Yes, um, big Spotify fan. I don't know if you're an Apple Music user or a Spotify user, or Spotify. if you listen to music. Yep, yep. Spotify. I'm yeah, Spotify. Yeah, yeah. I think most people are. Yeah. Uh, pretty weird if you are an Apple Music <laughs> operator, isn't it? I feel so rogue. Yeah, don't know why. Yeah, you would do that. Spotify, Spotify wins on that front, if you ask me. Um, but when I find and when I discover a new song that mm. I like, I'll listen to that same song over and over again. Yeah. Like nonstop. Yeah. Like I have driven from home to work before and listened to the same song on repeat. Wow. Before. The it, whole way. Yeah, the whole way. Wow. Is that normal? <laughs> or is that... I feel like the whole way to work is, is, you know, you've probably got a 40 minute drive. Yeah, 40 minute drive on repeat. That's probably... What's that listening to 10 times in is a row? Is that like the definition of insanity? That is actually... <laughs> that is the definition of insanity. Yeah. yeah, I've done that quite a few times before. Yeah. Just non-stop. Because I feel like the definition of um, insanity or, or a different words. I remember a footy coach used to say, definition of um, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different <laughs> result. Now, you're not expecting a different no, result. No, I'm not. But you're just fucking strange doing that. <laughs> I, I reckon I've... I remember when Luke, Com- Luke Combs, my favourite man... Um, bought out a new song once. Now my favourite song. What's it called? It's called When It Rains It Pours. I re- I remember I listened to that five times in a row on um on a drive once. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you say that as if that's something pretty severe. Yeah, I know. That's just normal for me. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> do that crazy. like every week. I reckon. Wow. Listen to a song. What like do you want at the moment? Uh, I'm on a bit bit of a mix at the moment. I'm really liking a bit of bit of an indie mix at the moment. Okay. Um. I do you like. You are a bit of an indie boy, aren't bit you? Of an indie boy, yeah. I um I I like a band, uh, DMAs, okay. at the moment. Yeah, uh, shout out to work colleague Jamie Banfield who likes that sort of music, and I've I've, I've recently become uh, quite fond of it. Yes. Um. Yeah. Really, really liking their stuff. So I've been getting around that. Um. But yeah, kind of just been vibing a lot of different stuff at the moment. I also also like a bit of uh, Patrick Watson as well. Right. But, Bit more of a not as upbeat, bit slower. Nice, nice tone for a rainy day inside with a coffee. I'd say Patrick Watson. Right, probably not your vibe. No, um, at all. I think I'd give probably give. Um, I think you would hate Patrick it. a bit of a miss. I think you would hate it. Yeah, I don't I think do you would that really sort of thing. Um, criticize me for it. Right. One thing that Elle and I do sometimes. Uh, well, Elle started doing this. Now I, I'm quite enjoying it as well. She's a big YouTube fan and she's loving. The fact that I bought her a YouTube premium the other day, she's actually oh, just quite simply abusing it. Oh, you it. did tell me this, yeah. Yeah. Um, accidentally signed up the podcast to YouTube premium for yes. a, a, about half a day and quickly fixed that up. Of course. Um, now, what what she does is she puts on a like a background music. You can choose what city you want to be in. Nice. She likes New York, so a bit of New York, a bit of jazz music in the background, and it goes for 12 hours straight. Oh, my God. Yeah. So often I'm f- I find her when I get home just asleep on the couch, 
with this background music on. Wow. It's quite relaxing, I must say. Yes, it must be. Yes. Um, before we finish off, I just want to update you on our uh, mouse situation oh, God. at home. Because obviously you hate mice. Yes. And you've had a little critter. We've had a little critter running around the house. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah, up to plenty of mischief. Mm-hmm. Now, the night of our last recording, last Monday. Yes. Um, actually, no. No, it was like night after that, I think. <laughs> Night probably doesn't matter. Probably not um, a crucial element. <laughs> um, but anyway, I finished editing the pod videos one night. Yes. I finally sat on the couch and um, me and Alicia were going to watch a movie and she's shit scared of mice as well. Mm-hmm. And Rightly finally, so. 10 o'clock at night, time to switch off. Thank God. Day's done. I've been up since 5 a.m. Also yuck. Oh, God. Thank God. <laughs> Put the movie on. Oh, no. Here, just a little... Yeah, very Ooh. unsettling noise. She just had her feet and I was like, fuck's sake. Because I just knew the next however long was gone. Yeah. Alicia just stands up on the couch <laughs> and I'm like, great. <laughs> so for the next half an hour, I'm chasing this mouse. Yeah. I discovered it had gone to the spare room. Mm-hmm. So I went into the spare room and shut shut the door and barricaded it. So it's just me and the mouse in there. Right. They but can fit under the door, you know. I know, but I barricaded it with pillows oh, and right. a tower. Yeah, I reckon they'd still be able well, to get through. Well, it didn't because it came out and it rebounded off the pillow. Oh, did it? It went back in. Oh. I just missed it with the container. I was trying to catch it. I didn't want to kill the poor thing. I just wanted to catch it and put it kill outside. Kill it. Mm. No, don't. Anyway, couldn't find it. So the next morning, Alicia's in the shower. Oh. And she thinks the mouse is still trapped in that room. <laughs> I'm getting ready. I hear something. The mouse has crept up to our doorway, the bedroom door. And I thought, shit, Alicia's in the shower. If she finds out a mouse is in our room, she's not She's not going to want to get ready for work. And we're running late. Mm. The mouse has ran into the room, ran into the wardrobe. Right. Oh, God. And I've gone, shit, I need to catch this thing quickly. Could not catch it. Oh, they don't like being oh, caught. Oh, God, they're quick. Reason. Yeah, they're very quick. Little thing running around. And I was, oh, I was... Frantic. Yeah. I knew I was on the clock because the shower <laughs> was going to finish soon. First time you would have ever moved sort of half quickly <laughs> in your whole life. Yes. Had some urgency. <laughs> and um, shower stops. Can't find the mouse. Alicia oh. comes in. I haven't told her. I thought, I can't tell her. Yeah. So she said, and she walks out of the bedroom to go get get going. And, I, and she goes, oh, the towel's moved from the other, other door. And she said, did you catch it? I said, no, but I think I heard it out here. And I point towards the kitchen. Mm. I said, I, th- I think it's around. That's why I've... I've Just a pure white yeah, line, wasn't I've, it? Buying I've, time? Well, I had to. Yeah. And she said, oh, okay. And then she goes to shut the bedroom door. Oh, I God. said, oh, maybe just leave that open. She goes, oh, why? And I said, oh, you just never know. Like, I'm pretty sure it's out here in the kitchen or yeah. the lounge, but it could just be in there. Or there could be multiple mice. <laughs> so, she's just gotten changed in that room and, and whatever, gotten ready for work. Unbeknownst to her, the mouse is like, I made her away. <laughs> anyway, we... um. We eventually caught the mouse the next morning in a, in a trap. Oh, rest, dead? Rest in peace. Dead? Yeah, yeah rest in good. peace, mousey mouse. Good, good. Um, and I, I tell you what, when I told her the next day that it was in the room with us, oh, did not go down well. No, no. Almost just had a very flat poor. out oh, panic fest. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought of you when that happened. Thank and you. Um, God, mouse is gone. Yeah. But um, sometimes you just got to tell a little white lie. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, for the greater good. Yeah. For the good of the realm. Yeah. Abs- do that. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so, for the good of Tyler Morn getting to work on time. Yeah. 
Fuck. Um, so that was the mouse situation. So I, I, I feel like there's more around though. Mice. Well, Johnny told us that there was a mouse in here, mm. in the office. I don't there know. It could be one in this room right now. I, I know, and it's just. Don't worry. I checked every corner mm. before we started recording. It's not in here. Okay. Um, Unless it's hiding. You never know. They like hiding. And I'll tell you who's not hiding. Who? It's Johnny Zealy on the main street of Woodside. Right. In Ray White. (laughs) And he's ready to sell you a perfect home, which you could hide in. Mm. Um, This winter, it's going to be very cold. Mouse are crawling indoors. And and, I mean, there's no promises that the house that you buy Johnny won't have a mouse in it at some stage. (laughs) But um, he will do his very best in providing you a suitable home. And God. Ideally uh, mouse free. Ideally mouse free. Yeah. And he is certainly the man to contact, isn't yeah. he? Well, he could be hiding in here because we got here today and his office light was on. Yes. Um, we We've we turned checked it off all here, the rooms and he's not here. Mm. Um, he could be just scampering around. But never know. We may never know. Mm, definitely. Where do you contact Johnny? Um, on our Instagram page. Fantastic. So the, the link in our Instagram will get you through to Johnny. Um, make sure you call him if, if you are interested in inquiring about a house and yep. uh, he will sort you out. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for having much. us here, Johnny. Thanks, Johnny, we, from Ray we, White, Adelaide Hills. Bloody love recording here. And thank you to everyone that's listened this week. Make sure you check us out on TikTok, mm-hmm. at Innuendo Podcast, and obviously um, Spotify, iTunes. That's uh, where you, you will, uh, you'd be listening to us yep. on there now. Yep. So. More than likely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, Instagram as well, of course. And uh, thank you to Lady Luck as well. Yeah. Footy tipping sponsor. Absolutely. So, everyone, enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't have anything for general this week. No. <laughs> you don't, do you? I had three things. Oh, I do. We you will... told me you didn't have anything. I didn't have much. Oh, okay. Would you want to say it? No. We'll <laughs> save it for next week. <laughs> <laughs> you literally told me you had nothing. I always have something up oh, my sleeve. Fuck me. <laughs> well, you're welcome to go. No. We'll <laughs> save it for next week. Okay. So make sure you listen next week as Wonderful. well. Wonderful. All right. I'll, I'll run the general chat Yeah. Okay. next week. Yeah. Good to know. Mm. There will be no mice-related things. Definitely not. All right. Enjoy the week. Enjoy. Oh, my God. <laughs> enjoy, you're rattled now. Enjoy your week, everyone. And see you next time. Bye.